Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Straight Up Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin. I'm riding solo today, but that's okay because I had some guests. But before I, I introduce you to my guest, man, it is a brand new year. It's 2020, and I, it's a new year. I'm not going to say new me, same me, but new opportunities and new blessings coming my way and your way too. So uh, with that being said, happy new year to those uh, right now listening right now. But uh, with that being said, this is a new year. So with, uh, you know that uh, it is tax season and everybody's going to get the W-2s and get the taxes filed. And about to get, if you have kids, you might get a lump sum. If you are somebody that likes to teach the system, you may get some tax breaks too. But uh, that's neither here or there. But hey, this is a brand new year. And what we like to do every year is talk about how you can maybe invest your money. Now, I don't know about y'all, but uh, last year, uh, Mark Zuckerberg uh, talked about something called the metaverse, and I've been seeing this all around town. What is the metaverse? And I'm over here, my nerdy ass is thinking about like, oh, this is like Marvel, Captain, you know, the multiverse. And I'm thinking all this kind of crazy stuff. I have no idea what is the metaverse. And I see all these different things and I hop around and I'm still clueless about what is this metaverse. And so I was in a room and y'all know if you listen to the show that I love going on Clubhouse because there is some knowledge on Clubhouse that so many people uh, are, don't have access to because they're kind of scared to see it. But I was in this room and I was talking to two people, one person I know, one person I just met, uh, but they were dropping gems about cryptocurrency and the metaverse. And so uh, I went around just thinking, and this one particular guy was just dropping gems and educating me so much about what was the metaverse and how it goes in with cryptocurrency and et cetera. So without further ado, my guest today, my guest actually today, uh, let me first introduce Lizette. How you doing, hey, man? Hi, well, thank you. How are you? And then I say it right, Lizette? Yes, Lizette. Okay. I have, I have a tongue twist, so you have to forgive me if I say it wrong. Uh, but, but and so Lizette, she's a friend of mine from Clubhouse. We've been friends on there for almost well, over a year now, right? Uh, in two weeks, I think. We yeah, met. two weeks. Um, two years, almost a year. So happy for anniversary, right? <laughs> But uh, she's definitely a good friend of mine. Uh, but she is the one that introduced us to this room we were in. And she brought on her friend, our second guest today, Luis. Luis, how you doing today, sir? I'm good, Calvin. I appreciate it. What's up with the Straight Up Show, man? I'm glad I'm here. What's going on today? All right, man. I love that energy. And so, like I said, she brought him on. You guys are friends. And uh, let's start ladies first. Lizeth, can you just tell us who you are, where you're from, and uh, whatever it is you want to tell us about you? So I am uh, from San Diego, a small business owner, and I, like you, went on Clubhouse because I heard good things about it. I was very interested. I love to learn, and uh, I lo love to learn about things that can help me. So I was like, you know, I, I waste time on social media. Let me waste time on a media that will actually help me and bring something into my life. So I decided to to join. Um, I got referred by a friend, and um it just blew my mind. I think the first week I, I, I was in there like 40% of the time, like I wasn't even sleeping. I was like working and back and forth between taking care of my, my daughter. And I was like, my mind was blown. So I, I love it. I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I met both of you on there. So it's, it's been pretty great. All right. Yeah. Lisa, that's kind of crazy. Like I said, I'm kind of like you, I always spend like, uh, when clubhouse first came out, I was spending maybe like 12 hours at a time on clubhouse because it was so new. I wasn't used to it. 
and like you learn so much and it's, it's like it was an avenue to find out so many different things that you couldn't find out on clubhouse but uh like i said i met you on clubhouse and you met Luis, and so so did i so Luis, uh with that being said tell us about you where you're from and uh whatever else you want to tell us about you all right so yeah my name is Luis flores i am from originally an area called oxnard california about 45 minutes north of hollywood depending on traffic and um, right out of uh, right out of school, I got into the film industry. Started off uh, working for some television shows. Quickly got into music videos. Ended up working on like three or four hundred music videos under a really good team, doing stuff for stars like Ricky Martin, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. So even even Dre's people and stuff like that. So it had a good ride of music videos. That eventually went off into television shows like American Idol, America's Got Talent. Fear Factor, Fear Factor was popular and cool. Um, but feature films was where my heart was at. So then I got into feature films. I ended up doing, um, you know, several dozen feature films, ended up getting the union. And today I have a production company. We do uh, independent and I work union. So I work both sides, travel the world. And I just cover a lot of television and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, some of the more, you know, popular stuff today is, I've been with the Dallas Cowboys over the last 10 years, uh, producing and directing there. Uh, did Floyd Mayweather Jr.'s documentary. Had a lot of documentary experience. Ronda Rousey, uh, music video documentary, stuff like that. So I've got a lot of experience from end to end when it comes to that kind of world. I'm heavy into camera technology. I'm very technologically interested. Uh, develop and innovate. I, I'm, around, I'm around a badass team. Like My team is off the chain. My boys from uh, from LA, and I, I pop off their names, but the list is long. But I'm fortunate that my team is off the chain because they're very well integrated in Hollywood with 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 production, making stuff, and even innovating and designing new new technology. I got involved with a camera company called Red Digital Cinema early, and I ended up teaching there for a while. And they really they really embraced me and treated me good and let me get really involved with the core team of where things were going, learning how to optimize and use their equipment. So I was a very, I was a very big supporter of that. I've had a lot of red cameras, probably all of them with me and my business partner that just recently passed away, unfortunately. So rest in peace, Simon, I love you. Right. Um, but, but that's kind of like my background and stuff. I uh, got into virtual reality early. Uh, a guy named Ted Shilowitz, who was advanced in lots of technologies he made g-raid um hard drives he helped make red cameras he was heavily involved with aja ted now is the futurist of paramount he was formerly the futurist at fox television studios uh he took me under his ring with a couple other guys and he got us into vr back in like i think 14 uh maybe yeah 14 or 15 and uh we adopted really early and we wanted to build high-end camera acquisition systems for shooting vr now that's a fancy word to basically shoot really badass virtual reality experiences virtual reality metaverse these are integrated and you know one and all in the same in different mm -hmm. ways when they break down metaverse they call it ar vr and all these different acronyms but they're all kind of integrated it kind of mm -hmm. gives you a background a little bit okay what's going on now I'm deep into NFTs and all that, but the metaverse is the entire encompass. Yeah, and let's let's build off that. And before we do that, let's uh, give a quick second for Simon, right quick, if you don't mind. Just give him. Uh, 
So I don't know you, Simon, but yeah, man, hey, rest in peace, sir. I'm pretty sure you were a good person. Uh, if Luis is telling you like that. So uh, rest in peace, Simon. Um, so with that being said, you know, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Like, I'm going to start with Lizette. Like, Lizette, can you just break down what is a NFT? I know he just said it, but what is a NFT? I keep hearing this and say, hey, get this NFT, NFT, NFT. What is a NFT? Well, Luis has been the person that has taught me about NFT and crypto and everything. So hopefully I, I've learned enough to to tell you. But this will be from fun. What cool. <laughs> from what I've learned. Uh, from what I've learned, an NFT is a non-fungible token which basically means a digital image that you don't necessarily can hold, but it is something that has value because of what it represents, like uh, the value given to it by society. So if someone wants it, it's gonna hold value. And that's what it is with money anyway, even with crypto or any kind of money. So it's just an asset that you can buy online uh, through a smart contract which is involved in an NFT purchase. There's a smart contract and you can basically NFT most anything. I even, <laughs> when, it, when they first started doing that, I even saw someone NFT his, his life. He put his social security on there and everything and sold himself basically into slavery and said that his daughter would get the, uh, the benefits, like the, the, whatever was paid for his, his life, he, he sold himself. And I don't, I didn't follow through and find out what happened. I thought it was a little crazy, but I was like, you can really NFT anything. Wow. How does she do, Luis? Is that right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, <clears throat> let's break down an NFT a little bit, Calvin, right? I'm going to flip it on you. Okay. All right. So Calvin, you, 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 you drive a car and whatever car, you know, that's cool. But tell me something. Mm -hmm. What's a VIN number? Wait, what is the VIN number or? What's a VIN number? The VIN number is the identification for the car. Cool, cool, cool. How much is your car worth without a VIN number? Hmm. Wouldn't worth anything. See the chat. Okay, so that's that is an identifier to an, an, an a non fungible asset, which is your car. Right. See, the VIN number is to that particular car. You can't trade it with another car. Hmm. That's not exchangeable. Like a dollar to a dollar is fungible. Non-fungible is that car's unique and that car's unique. What's a social security number do for us? Identifies us as a person, right? Hey, do you see how valuable numbers can possibly be? Right. That's a lot of what an NFT identifies as, right? So it's what the it's what the identifying number is attached to mm. that gives it the value perceived by people who hold it or want to hold it a lot with supply and demand could be a physical thing mm. or a digital thing now the image or the jpeg it almost doesn't matter almost mm. it can but it doesn't have to mm. for example for example who's a musician you really enjoy andre 3000 andre 3000 off the chain yes yes i, I mean love this right mm. so 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 I could imagine Andre 3000 do the following, right? Now, in one hand, you have an artist that pays this incredible, you know, this musician who pays incredible artist to do something crazy with the JPEG. And it gives you access to their concert, but that artist is not even known, right? Mm -hmm. but, the, but the image is incredible. Now, Andre 3000 does a, does a JPEG and all it says is Andre 
3K, black and white. It's boring, but it gives you access to his concerts, front row, and his green room. You see the value? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so, so it's what it's attached to or what it gives you access to or who's a part of the community or who's a part of this club or who's a part of this group mm. that starts to build the value from a part of the outcast group, right? Like, like, yo, I got an outcast NFT and there's only a thousand of these. And whenever I have this NFT, I can go to their concerts. I can go into his music library. I might even get on um, Instagram. I'm sorry, on a zoom meeting with him. Mm. That's value. That makes more sense. Now, let me ask you this. Like, what's the difference between an NFT and uh, a Ponzi scheme? Ooh, (laughs) big words, right? So here's the the problem, right? Um, You can have what's called a rug pull or the rug pulled out from under you and you fall over and you lose it all, right? So some people say that's a rug pull. The problem that we're seeing right now with, Uh, a lot of the scams or Ponzi schemes. Mm. Ponzi scheme is often tied to the pyramid, to the pyramid system, right? Or the pyramid scam, Mm. which essentially states kind of like, yo, if I'm the first person and I'm going to bring in two people and charge them a fee, right? And they got to bring in two people each. So I go one to two to four to eight to 16. If you're the last person to get in, you don't get the value of the support behind you or after you, right? And then I disappear, right? That's one way of a scheme, right? That's one way that people are being scammed. So people are being scammed in the NFT world with fake promises, with with promises they can't deliver, or 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 who's behind it, or perhaps they didn't even want to scam you. They don't know what they're doing. Mm. And they make the mistake, but you believe because the image is dope that you're just automatically going to make money. So it is your responsibility financially and, and intelligently to look into who's behind it and what am I going to get? What's the utility? What is this NFT going to do for me? What can I do for the NFT community? Mm. Goes both ways. And and that that makes uh, much sense but so one thing what both of y'all hit on at first you mentioned in cryptocurrency like uh and Lizette, you can take this one if you want um or really one of y'all can but uh like what's the connection between an nft and cryptocurrency the major connection that i would see is you need cryptocurrency to purchase an nft so you can't just show up with a dollar i mean i think there could possibly be some i could be wrong but Primarily, you purchase either an Ethereum or Solana. Those are the two cryptocurrencies that are primarily being used uh, to purchase NFTs. Um, So that would be the biggest correlation. Um, So when you purchase and sell, that's how you pay. And also um, the gas fees that are involved. So transaction fees, they're all in crypto. Okay, wow. You know what? This is a lot to take on, y'all. This Don't go anywhere. We're going to have more of Lizette and Louisa on the other side of the break. This is the Straight Up Show podcast. Make sure you stay tuned on the other side of the break. Yeah. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest, and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this is what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest 
and that's what I appreciate most about it and it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us uh, unfiltered raw with all the cursing that Calvin does straight up is just being real telling it telling it like it is you know um, being you being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't, straight up. Tired of the same old boring clothes? Want to support your favorite podcast but don't know how? Well, you're in luck. The Straight Up Show podcast store is finally here. In our Teespring shop, you can find all the merch that tells the world you're keeping it straight up. From t-shirts to masks to even leggings, our store has you covered. Just visit straightupshowpodcast.com and click that merchandise button. That's S-T-R, the number eight, upshowpodcast.com. All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. I'm your host, Calvin, joined by uh, my my guest today uh, from Clubhouse, I can say that, uh, Lizette and Louise. Uh, they are definitely experienced with cryptocurrency and NFTs and now Metaverse. Uh, so I had them on the show today, giving us some, some, some educating us the right way. And I want to do this because I want uh, our community, uh, Louise and Lizette are part of the uh, Hispanic community and I'm part of the Black community. So I want to give back to not only just our community, but other people as well well too because um it really bothers me and i might get some hate for this but uh it really bothers me that some of our communities they get there is tax season right now as i said before but they get the money that they have and something invested in not even in a savings account you go out and buy something stupid like a uh you know or, or a cadillac or, or a charger or that eventually you know you pay that bulk of money for it but you can't make the monthly payments so there's not really an investment if you buy up front and then you have to sell it back to the place you bought it from. Like, so I want to do this because we, we need to be more educated when it comes to finances and our money. And I know, uh, no digging my parents, but my parents weren't financial literate. And me growing up right now, I'm learning so much about financial literacy that I want to make sure that my kids know what to do now. So this is what the show is about, is giving back not only to our community, but our generation of kids and our families. And maybe my, my parents are still alive right now. Maybe they can learn something going forward before they pass on. So uh, we have Louise and we have Lizette today. Uh, thank you so much once again for joining today. What's up, Calvin? Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about NFTs, and he and, and Louise and uh, Lizette broke it down. So you kind of had the outcast comparison. Lizette, you said you met a guy that actually, or you talked to a guy, or you know a guy that uh, said he valued his life as an NFT. So with that being said, and either one of y'all could take this question. So how valuable? What what does what the value? What is the value of an NFT or having an NFT? What is the value of having an NFT? Okay, um, I'm 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 gonna have fun with this, Calvin. A little bit different because <laughs> because Outcast is one of my favorite groups of all time. Right. So we're gonna have a little fun right here. Right. So check this out. So check this out. I I I've I've been in the music. I've even worked with Andre before. So I really love this dude a lot. Right. And uh, for musicians and the music industry. I want them to pay attention to the following. NFTs are going to fuck 
up the record labels, the entire music industry, the entire studio system, and the systems that we are traditionally used to forever. I'm going to break that down a little bit. It's going to destroy it. It's going to destroy it. And here's why. Here's why. Now, pay attention closely for anybody who's into that, okay? As throughout the last 100 years of music ownership of that music and the structure of the record label and the artist, 100 years ago, the investment by the record label to do the marketing, to do the branding, to provide the access to the instruments, the recording studio. Those processes were very expensive. So the record label took on that responsibility, that investment, so they retained a large portion of that final value in the contract structure. But the artist still had at least a decent and I don't know if decent is the right terminology, but it's far different from today. Now, technology of what we have access today versus then has put a studio in an iPhone, in your laptop, in your bedroom, right? So the artists no longer needs to depend on the record label for that kind of investment. The pie has grown immensely. The, the pie of the money has grown big, huge. But the distribution has not been equal between those that get to keep the points or the royalties and those that made the music, wrote it, or, or performed it. So the amount of effort of the musician into that album, song, or record does not reflect how much they get. NFTs f that all up. because you can now go directly to your audience, your fan base, your community, whatever you want to call it. But those people that support your artwork, your songs, or your music, we're talking straightforward. So you cut out the middleman. Mm -hmm. You cut out those that have been retaining points, value, or royalties. It allows you to lower the price of what you're going to be getting back so you can make it more affordable to your audience. Or perhaps, perhaps you don't need to sell a million albums. Maybe you don't need to sell a thousand to survive. Let's break down these economics just a little bit, right? To have a penny of a million or to have a few dollars of a few thousand really starts to become more beautiful and the independent artists of what you can retain from the entire album. You know who did this really well? Master P. We yeah. know the Master P story, right? Mm -hmm. Too Short did this back in Oakland a bit, selling out of his Mercedes. The independent artist breakthrough that we got to see in the late 90s and into the 2000s showed us that you can be independent and you can be successful in the music game. So this really amplifies the ability to do this exchange. Now, the cryptocurrency is very interesting because we eliminate PayPal, which is kind of like centralized to the United States. Mm -hmm. We eliminate Cash App. When I say eliminate, you don't need that. Now, 
you can send cryptocurrency and you can accept it from throughout the world. We're talking X in America. I don't know how many Americans we have. I'm guessing 350 million. Don't quote me, you know, something like that, right? Let's just say we have 350 million Americans. We've got a couple billion people throughout the world. Give me access to the billions of people throughout the world. Yo, they can pay me in crypto a very small amount. Mm -hmm. You expand your fan base capabilities. And if you know how to market yourself, you remove the, the, the necessity of the record label. If you know how to optimize Instagram, TikTok, social media, if you do your own work, that's where you start to win. Is this coming through straight? It does. It, it, it makes perfect sense. It's kind of like cryptocurrency itself. Like you don't have to have your money at the bank value or have it in a bank and you have access to it. It makes uh, perfect sense. It's, Right. I, I, I see. I see why Lizeth go to uh, Louise because you know, <laughs> so it's so knowledgeable. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So uh, basically, the value in NFT is like you you part of it, and like uh, is it is kind of like why a lot of artists now want their own masters and yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah 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 one hundred percent right. Want your own masters? Make your own masters. Have have it break down now. Let's 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 dive, man. You got me with Andre three thousand. I'm gonna go back to the again. Okay, so. I'm gonna ask you because it's gonna because I want this to open up in your head and you're gonna be able to tell your 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 listeners how you understand it, right? Uh, Southern Southern Playalistic Cadillac, uh, Catalytic, Catalytic, right? Mm -hmm. Like what was it like '96, '97, mm -hmm. right? Like this is one of my favorite songs, albums of all time, right? Now, now, I, I if if Andre said I'm gonna do an NFT, right? With big with uh big, with, with, sorry big boy right yeah okay. big boy. if andre wanted to do just the nft with a uh, big boy and he said look i'm doing 100 of these nfts and it just has that album cover right and 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 and, and now follow me here and he says he says to to, to his fan base i'm probably gonna get it right for 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 25 dollars you can download the album. That's cool. I could also rip it off, but follow me now. You can download the album. Now, only his loving fans, which he'll probably sell out anyways, are going to get it out of appreciation to say a flex move. I got that album, but we're not talking about the jump in value yet. Mm. I, I, I wish I got to hang out with them and they said, Luis, what are we going to do? What are we going to do with this NFT world? I'll be like, yo, Let's 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 try something dope. One, whether you sell a million dollars NFTs or not, it's not going to make you or break you. Mm -hmm. Can we agree on that? They'll be like, all right, I hear you, right? Is you're you're financially set. Both of you are financially set, right? Cool. Then then let's take the opportunity to really get the fans to recognize from an artist perspective how much you appreciate they had your back give it away at $10 per NFT, check this out, make it simple, but you're going to have a plan before you launch. Let's talk about January to December. Okay. If we're going to launch right now, let's not talk about every month, but I want you Andre and big boy to prepare to give to your fan base every single month something they would not be able to get anywhere else. Okay, cool. So it's a thousand, ten dollars a piece, right? We're talking this is not real valuable to anybody, but here's what we're doing, right? 
So you buy one, I buy, we buy five each. I buy five and you buy five, $50. Oh my God. That's like, you know, lunch for some people with their girlfriend. Quick, you spend 50 bucks. Very realistic. All right. And, and, and it's the album and with it, it's, you know, signed, you know, the signed album. You're like, we really got it for nostalgic reasons. Then February, they tweet out to the thousand NFT holders on Monday night, we're going to have a three-hour conversation. They're going to be in the studio working on something new. And we get to listen in. And it's going to be moderated by one of their best moderating people. Somebody's going to come to the studio. You're like, wait, what? Only if you have the NFT can you go into the Discord. Remember this $10 NFT you and I bought? How much is that NFT worth now from the $10 we bought it for? And they're saying, you know, now in February, we're going to do this three-hour interaction conversation what do you think somebody would pay for it then right so that the longer you have it the the, the higher the value is mm, yes yes but it's what the person who develops it mm -hmm. adds value Offer. to it right what, what they're so, offering and i believe so, that's called the roadmap right Luis? yes it is a roadmap but you could have a roadmap in your head now now calvin <laughs> i know i'm getting deep into this but i want you to follow this i want to see if this is valuable right mm -hmm. so february you're like Luis. This is crazy, but you have five and I have five, right? Mm -hmm. And then we get an offer on on the, the, the site, the sales site. Some of there are different sites, like one's called OpenSea, right? It's a marketplace of NFTs, NFTs, open sea, like the ocean, right? Think of it like eBay a little bit. It's kind of like eBay where you resell back and forth. But on OpenSea, your NFT, you're like, you're like, Luis, I got an offer for a hundred dollars for two of my NFTs because somebody wants to be a part of that, that zoom call. Like, what are you going to do? You're like I sold one. I still have four left. So you spend $50 on five and you sold one for a hundred, but you actually have four more. So you can still make, see the value went up. Mm -hmm. Now check this out. March, March comes along and they say, we're having a concert in Atlanta at this stadium to the thousand people. We'll let you have first access and front row seats. Now you can buy a ticket at Ticketmaster for $250. But if you got that NFT, now you have access. That NFT just became a, a $250 ticket. Now you see it's as up to you as the creator of the NFT of what you provide to the community. Where things where people start to really understand and gamify the situation. Let's not talk about a thousand NFTs. Hmm. Let's talk about ten thousand NFTs, and let's say you sold them at two hundred and fifty dollars. We're talking about millions of dollars that you just accepted. Thing is, are you going to disappear with it, or are you going to do something so special that the community loves you to death, and then the people who didn't buy it at $250, they got to be there. They got to be at this event. They got to take advantage of this situation. And that's where the NFT starts to skyrocket, right? Mm. That's where the difference would be if Outcast said, we're teaming up with Bruno Mars, Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z. And if they dropped 10 different artists, A-list artists, and they said, we're going to have a concert in LA and New York and your NFT, pfft, now we're going crazy. Now we're going crazy. 
that that makes so much sense now. And like I, I like the way you just broke that down. And so the person that has the NFT, they the value, they they can make the value go up or down. Yeah. Okay? yeah. And but if they give back to the community and people are really seeing the benefits of having an NFT, this allows that person who made the NFT to make another one to make it even more value. Yes, I, yes. Okay. Now, 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 I'm glad you brought up the term, like a person can raise the value. When you're on Discord, because that's how we communicate a lot of these things, right? Mm-hmm. Here's, here's an example of where things get very interesting. You're on Discord typing, and you're like, hey, Andre. And he's like, what's up? You're like, oh, I'm talking to Andre. Like, all right, what are you going to say? Mm-hmm. Now, people on Discord at that moment, we're talking about people that have, they have juice. They have power. Mm-hmm. Hey, Andre, hey, uh, you know, I'm a big fan. I listened to you ever since my father got involved. As a matter of fact, my father owns, runs, is the manager, is the CEO of this organization, of this building. What do you, like, what would it take for you to come down to this stadium, this location? You know what? Let me get you in contact with my manager. See what just happened? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have access, direct communication access with your nft creator it's what you do as a fan or as a holder that can raise that level i'm a filmmaker right that's my background hollywood and filmmaking for some people that's valuable when i'm a part of a project when i'm involved or i have these nfts i want the value to go up i want the recognition to be popular i want people to know about it What's my power, my camera, my editing, my team, my distribution, my platform, and my understanding of how to get that marketing out there. So I may take the time to go do a documentary on a project, help get more eyeballs on it. And it's not that I'm affecting the level to go up personally, but when when a community or 50 or 100 or 300 people, 300 other people see your effort, that you're grinding and you're not asking for anything in return. I'm not doing this for money. I'm doing this because I love the project and I want it to go in value. That's infectious. Now you got somebody else that said, well, damn, if Luis is going to do that, you know, I do a podcast. Like, let me do a podcast of you. Yo, you're doing a podcast. I do this. I do that. Now we got community. And it's the effort of the 300 people that put more time, work, and effort. Now we're tweeting about it. Then your friends and your homies are like, what the f- is going on, bro? Like, what the? And you're like, yo, I don't know how or when this went from $250 to 10 Gs, but that's where we're at right now. And we're going to keep rocking and moving with this and pushing it forward as a group of effort of all these people behind it. That's a fan base. Wow, that makes it heavy, right? It's a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, now it, it makes more sense now. And and Lisa, can you remind us what the what the acronym means again for NFT? Uh, non fungible token. Non fungible token, man. And now you can see the 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 valuable or my bad, excuse me. You see the the reason why you should be investing in NFTs because it's it's mind blowing. And I see these different things. Like me, I saw I'm a Colts fan, so I see the Colts NFT. I'm like okay, I want to invest in the Colts because this is my favorite team. So that makes more. Thank y'all so much for breaking that down. Uh, we're going to have a little bit more. We're actually going to jump into the metaverse on the other side of the break. Make sure you stay tuned. This is Straight Up Show Podcast. Hey, Calvin here, host of the Straight Up Show Podcast. And guess what? We're back bigger and better than ever with new guests, new straight up topics, and a new way to support the Straight Up Show Podcast. That's right. 
You can now support our podcast by becoming a Patreon patron. Straight Up has four different tiers that you can choose from, with each tier having their own perks. Your monthly donation helps us produce efficient Straight Up content that you love so much. For more details, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Straight Up Show Podcast 318. That's patreon.com forward slash Straight Up Show Podcast 318. I'm Sultan from Southside Season 2 out right now. Make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Show Podcast because that's where it's happening. You dig? All right, we're back on the Straight Up Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin. Joining the gate today with uh, Louise and Lizette. They've been killing it. They've been giving us a lot of knowledge about NFTs and cryptocurrency. And uh, before we get started, Lizette, Lizette actually want to give us more information. What do you want to say? So earlier you asked about how uh, the NFTs applied to music and independent artists. And I recently saw uh, something, I think it was on Instagram, about how the NFT is the most dangerous thing to happen to the uh, record labels in recent history. It's not TikTok, it's not any of that because the NFT allows the the control of power and the money breakdown where before the the label company would keep 80% and the artist would get 20. And now the artist can NFT their music and keep 80% of the money and only give out 20% to the people behind the project. So that allows the artist to make much more money uh, with less effort and less complication and having more control about their, their music and their project and their image. It's, it's basically uh, benefiting independent artists a lot more, especially for our community. We tend to have uh, more independent artists, I would think, than other communities. So it, it, it's definitely something that we should all look into. Yeah, and I, with y'all being, I know we're, we're more music focused right now, but man, like for somebody like a Kendrick Lamar or like somebody like Andre who don't really put out albums like that, they don't really need like a label. They can just sit on it, not come out with an album for two years, and all of a sudden, bam, it's an NFT, then bam, it's worth so much. And like, mm-hmm. I got my mind running right now. And so, with that being my mind has been running because this is so brand new to me. And everything that I've been seeing, like, it makes more sense now. Now, the reason why I had John on the show originally is because uh, I talked about Mark Zuckerberg. And I can't even pronounce his last name right. I'm sorry. No offense. <laughs> uh, but uh, if one of y'all can tell me, what exactly is a metaverse? Like, how does that all come together and what we've been saying? What exactly is a metaverse? All right. Well, this is probably something I should dive into right here. All right. We, we have lived the last 30 years of working with a screen. I'm on a computer screen right now. I have, a com- I have two computer screens over here. That's 2D, right? 2D, two dimensions, right? We are going from a two-dimensional world into a three-dimensional world through the World Wide Web. It's just the next step. Don't think of the metaverse as something new. Just understand it was very smartly marketed by Facebook because of what they've done in the past. They're pivoting, trying to get eyeballs to look at them differently is what's really going down. But the metaverse is the next web development of where we're going into. Break it down just a little bit, right? Back in the day, we had Atari of very, very low resolution. Doot, doot, you know. 
two bit or four bit whatever it was and then that went to nintendo maybe eight bit then we had what's called turbo graphics 16 what i'm saying is we went through these iterations of resolution on a video game platform till we made some breakthroughs and then we had 3d space but it's still on a 2d screen some of the 3d games that we early remember or know one of the big breakout ones was super mario world in Super Mario World, you can move, you work through a 3D world, right? That's developed in 3D space. X is forward. Y, no, I'm sorry. X, Y, Z. Man, my visual effects artists are going to be killing right now. <laughs> so it's called X is side to side, right? Y is up, up and down and Z. This gives a space direction to work with when they developed a video game. Now, a video game is developed right now on what they call a game engine. It's just 3D world. It's like having a globe, right? In 3D space. And you develop it on the space. Now, let's connect it to the computer and the metaverse. Now that you understand video games are built in 3D space, Fortnite, Call of Duty, Halo. The big one that was really a breakout was Grand Theft Auto. People know Grand Theft Auto's award-winning game, right? You go through the world of Vice City or Liberty City or whatever it is, right? That's a 3D space. But here's where things get really magical. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on a computer. I don't have my headset here. It's in my car. But you can put on a virtual reality headset. And when you turn and you look, you adapt the 3D space into the headset The headset has sensors. The sensors ping it back and say, this is a movement of these many degrees. And you move and it's phenomenal. It's really an amazing. People that have not tried a virtual reality headset, it's a mind-blowing experience. Have you ever tried one, Calvin? I'm going to be one of the worst hosts ever, but no, I have not. So, 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 So you're missing out, bro. You're missing out on the metaverse. You're missing out on where things are going. Now, remember, we're really early. It's really early development stages, right? It, it, it requires a lot of engineering, a lot of money, a lot of investment, a lot of time to get where people think we're going to go with where we're building this, right? But the money's coming in. The engineer's coming in. The support is coming in. And the real key element that people are not 100% aware of, it's the World Wide Web version they called web 3.0 web 1.0 was where you had email back and forth right back in the 90s yo what's an email and there's this very famous uh piece that i was i think good morning america it'd be cool if you could bring it up right now to your editor right good morning america does something really funny and they're like talking to the producer what is the world wide web or something like that what's the internet and it's kind of a joke you've probably seen this before but it's proof right looking back at history of 2020 it's hindsight yo People that didn't believe in it, they were wrong. Look where we are today. Now, that's version 1.0, back and forth email, right? Then we had 2.0. Social media came in. Social media was where we could interact back and forth with blogs. We're looking at MySpace, Facebook, Instagram. I mean, look where it's gone, right? Now, now what, what, what sucked for us is corp- billion-dollar corporations, unfortunately, they fucked us. They fucked us because they went for the money grab and they and they really ruined our trust in believing what they were doing with our 
with our information, data scraping. I'm getting a little technical, but they fucked up, man. They fucked up bad. And now they lost the trust of the public. And we, we know that they're using our information, our cookies, where we go on the internet. They're using it against us to sell to us, to make money off of us. And it really destroys the fabric of trust where now that we have the power to push back, we're trying to build this system ourselves, man. We're, we're trying to build a new world without the few of data scraping us, without the burning of the people, without the monetization systems that we don't, we're not even aware of. Facebook is free, but we pay for it. Instagram is is free, but we really pay for it. All these systems that are free, why are they worth trillions of dollars or billions and billions? We're paying for it in other ways. And I know that's not what this is about. Right. But the metaverse, we're rebuilding a new opportunity. Web 3.0, cryptocurrencies. We have an opportunity for developers that know the technology of code programming to reprogram new opportunities for us to get involved with on an independent, without them involved opportunity. Will we get there? I hope. Right. And that's kind of, kind of, I was telling my friend this, especially with our community, our community. And um, like, because I'm not, even though I went to college, I think that, especially in the black community, I think that since, you know, I, I, I think that trade should be more valuable in school. I think because I'm like, you know, because we, we, we hear about, and this is my soapbox, but, you know, I think it was, uh, there was lean on me on Morgan Freeman. If you've seen him before, lean on me. Of course, of course, of course. But he was like, you know, why why should my kids know about Mozart and they can't go to an opera, you know, and stuff like that. And, but I, I wish that, that more tech coding and stuff like that would be introduced uh, in our schools because that's something that they, they, like stuff like this, they can apply right now and be on top of it. Uh, I'm gonna use the analogy used in the clubhouse room that we were in. Like you said that, uh, because right now Facebook is trying to be on top of it right now. Uh, and if you don't know what's going on on Facebook, definitely uh, uh, Google it right now because they're going through a lawsuit with some different stuff. Um, 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 admittedly, I'm part of that lawsuit. Can't tell you why, but uh, but they're going through a lawsuit. And I think that the meta, like you said, is kind of like a way to divert what's going on. But with that being said, since the metaverse is new, they're trying to be the first at this uh, to be the ones that actually, you know, use this engine to be new, kind of like, you know, the brand new, the new, the brand new thing. But there's also a place called uh, Decentraland and uh, Sandbox. And mm-hmm. the analogy that you used was that uh, it's kind of like uh, Nintendo and, and uh, Sega. You know, even though they're, they're, they're all gaming consoles, which one actually, you know, is still alive right now, right? Right. If y'all want to go back, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to take a second to give a debt of gratitude and appreciation to Facebook, right? Which most people don't do. We owe a big debt of gratitude and a thank you for Facebook to be bold and buy Oculus for billions of dollars years ago. And to, to really be the driving force of the development of this new internet technology that we're all going to benefit from. We're all going to benefit from Facebook's investment and going hardcore on what they're developing. That's the truth. I may be hurt 
by things that companies have done in the past. But, but I, I have to respect and appreciate that Facebook is throwing billions at this. And the bottom line is it, 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 it ignited with massive amount of gasoline, a new world of opportunity for millions of us to understand these new opportunities, especially in a COVID up world right now, right? So, so holy shit. What an incredible paradigm shift in our history of humanity, where they may look back 100 years from now and see the pivot change of the world, COVID, how it shut down the world, and how humans went to Clubhouse in the black <laughs> these technologies, and we communicated and we found a new destination of rebuilding humanity, which will be in a in a web digital world that has 3D capabilities that you can call the metaverse. Two follow-up questions on that. So this is kind of like the matrix a little bit, so kind of sort of. Yeah, I was like gonna this. say that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like um, the matrix. Actually, uh, I, I haven't been in, uh, in any uh, virtual reality experience as, as well, um, but I have seen Avatar and I've seen the matrix. And I think those are the two that kind of give me the, better sense of what it will be like moving yeah. forward it, it gives you it, it gives you it, it gives you hope it gives you glimmer and hope now these are done at a very high level and these are two different ways of looking at it but the matrix is in a digital world and av these are avatars avatar the name it's what we're going to be we're going to be avatars in that world now uh simon who my partner who passed away he was a part of avatar his wife was the production, I believe it was titled production manager, right? So I, I, I have a good relationship with Avatar. They rented some of my gear. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first to try to say this publicly right now. Avatar is gonna blow everybody away. And today is what, January 5th, yeah. 2021. When Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5 come out, James Cameron is a fucking beast among beasts. And what he's doing with Avatar is going to, and Disney and the support and the technology, it's going to blow, calling it right now, it's going to blow away everybody and go, yo, this is fucking crazy. And it'll help us understand what, what financial backing can do for a vision like James Cameron to help us understand perhaps in the future of where we're going to maneuver and to develop the new metaverse space. Look out for Avatar 2. It's going to be crazy. I know this because I have a, a real understanding of kind of where he's taking it with technology. And, and it's, it's, it's his metaverse. It's just not called metaverse. It's called Avatar. And that's why it took so long to make it. So I definitely understand that. And I, and I, I understand it's kind of, kind of around going full circle now why it's important to have these investments. Because it's not, and like I said, just giving back to our community, but it's about 10 years from now. It's about when we're long gone, right. what kind right. of investments are yeah. we doing for ourselves? But uh, another follow-up question is, like, you know, you said that the Metaverse, uh, you're grateful for it and it has different benefits. Just, you know, if you can give like a simple benefit for the everyday man, what would be a simple benefit for the everyday man for having a Metaverse or being a part of the Metaverse? Wow, what a broad question. I, I need to have a better context of what does that everyday man do 
maybe right. we kind of narrow that down a little bit. I know that part of it, I know that uh, well, two things, this guy, I think Elizabeth said it, he was in the room when we said, talked about it, but this man bought like, um, paid like almost uh, $1,500 or 500, half a million dollars to have property right next to Snoop Dogg. Remember that? I don't know if- I remember. Yeah. So that's traffic. That's traffic. Now, I'm not a qualified financial advisor. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not an investment advisor. Like this is not investment advice. What I'm going to share with your audience next is what people are hoping and what they're putting their money into, because many of them feel that this is where the value is going to gain. Here's what some people are doing: Snoop Dogg, 66 million Instagram followers. Right? Snoop Dogg. More Grammys than I can remember, more awards, and you know, Snoop Dogg is Snoop Dogg. So the value of your property is really influenced by who's around you. When you buy a house, if you could be next to a Walmart, if you could be next to a university, there's value behind that. If you could be next to a lake that's popular, there's value behind that. If you buy a house in the desert, and there's nobody within 100 miles, maybe it doesn't have that same value. Similar effect is going to happen in Decentraland crypto voxels. If you build a virtual space in that metaverse and people have to go find you, might be hard. But if Snoop Dogg has other people naturally in that space and all they have to do is click a button and in two seconds, they're accidentally in your space, that's just prime real estate. A monopoly kind of sort of. Yeah. Like vir- virtual yo, monopoly. Yo, yo, virtual monopoly. Yeah. So wow. it's the prime real estate of who you're around. Therefore, a lot of companies are spending a lot of money to be close to Snoop Dogg because he attracts people. This is mm-hmm. going to take it to happen. People will spend a lot of money on a digital real estate space because you want to put your your vision there next to somebody that has a lot of foot traffic it's just foot traffic but it's beneficial if you have something to offer all right was that what you're saying i'm sorry what was that oh uh, yeah did you have something, something to say or uh yes uh, i i think I, I was mentioning how uh in in decentraland you can actually uh lease the the spaces so for people that have a vision of like I want to do this, but they don't have the right resources. Um, you can still not be left out. You can you can uh, do a, a lease and build maybe whatever uh, project you're envisioning on the metaverse without fully committing to the price. Like maybe you just either don't have it or don't want to risk it. Uh, they do have the option to lease, so I think that that's even um, good news for for our community is that we can start a project without having the Twenty thirty thousand dollars to to buy the plot of land virtually, and this is kind of going back full circle once again. We could use music as uh, we've been doing so far, but like say if you have this lease land right, and you want to do, and I think Ed Sheeran did it, uh, Taylor Swift did it, uh, and some more people did it. Like you know, uh, Pokemon Go is kind of like a metaverse. Uh, and they had an Ed Sheeran concert. So if you were part of this metaverse, and correct me if I'm wrong, like you can lease one of these properties and have a virtual concert. So thank mm-hmm. you if you're an independent artist, you people are getting that foot traffic, like Luis was saying, like if you have 
if you win, if you lease that property right next to Snoop Dogg and you have a virtual concert, people who are visiting the virtual land, they can see your stuff and then they can put that investments in your music. And so, is it, am I right? Is it correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I, th- I think I get it. I, I, I think <laughs> I think I get it all now. It's marketing. Uh, it's eyeballs. It's, it's strategically placing yourself in the best position to have the the potential of somebody to invest in whatever you're offering, music, somebody to listen, right? A new person to walk by and go, well, well, what's that beat? What's that song? Let me listen to this. Maybe you'll make a sale. But you want to be in the right position as best as you can be. Okay. Location, location. Yeah. That's nothing new. Any real estate agent can tell you that. <laughs> location in the digital world. Wow. We are really yeah, it is. It is it is important. It is important. We really are stepping to the, the only right it is not the only thing, but it can really advance you fast into a successful position. Let me let me break it down a little bit, right? So so you have the money, but you don't have the resources to be in a popular area, right? Well, you're gonna have in, uh, developers walk through your space. You're gonna be. You're on a headset. Like you're on your phone. You're on a headset. You're like. You're like. Hey, what's up? You're like. Hey, what's up? You hear a voice. That's human interaction. Yo, what's up? Maybe you like that voice. Maybe that voice resonates with something you like. You you read their. Maybe you read their name. You find their name clever. You know, music. You know, whatever. Music superstar. You're like. Oh, you're a musician. Yeah, yo. You know, I've been in the music industry. Now you're just conversating. Now, when they're looking at your space, the moment you say what your need is man, I need an artist to come through. I need a developer to help me build this. I need a 3D developer. I wish I wish I could. That person would be like, you know what? I might have someone for you. You find solutions so fast because you're communicating with people who bring value and opportunities. If you optimize that and you know how to talk to people, you can get to your solutions and build your space faster than someone else. Deliver, provide value, that communication, that community, that growth. That NFT, you're off and popping. Woo. Y'all see why I had these two on my show today. Like this, they are dropping gems. And like I, I really thank y'all so much because um, and I'm gonna have two like two more questions for y'all, and I'll let y'all go. Um so uh, uh well, one thing about the metaverse, very quick. Um I think as you were saying that it's right now people are putting investments in the metaverse, but right now it, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's more expensive to try to build it your own right now. Right. Oh yeah. It's very expensive. It's very expensive, but you have, you have the flexibility, you have the control, you have the power. These are just video game developers, man. The best metaverse developers are video game developers and they're in high demand and video games. People don't know a video game. Video games make more money than music, television, movies, and entertainment all put together. The video game world blows that out of the water as far as the return on investments go and the value out there. These video game developers that understand how to build these games built on software like Unreal, software like that, uh, they'll build the best metaverses and they understand the best virtual game engine for you to experience now you can use other people's software pay or pay pay a fee get into it or not pay or whatever it is and depend on that platform maybe you build your own 
And if you have enough reach and enough people to come to your metaverse, which you have control over mm. of its quality and how it's built, that's going to be the fun race. That's going to be the who's going to be TurboGrafx 16, Sega, Nintendo, who's PlayStation, and who's Xbox? We don't know. Mm. We don't know. We don't know who's going to be Toys R Us, Kmart, and we don't know who's going to be Amazon. But Amazon is coming. Oh, yeah. What I mean by that is somebody in the middle of somewhere that's probably a young age right now is going to bring us the value of Tesla breaking the industry, the value of Amazon, the value of eBay, these big billion-dollar transformative things throughout the world. And in the metaverse, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen, but I promise you this, multiples of these unicorn developments, they're happening right now and coming slowly way different we're look, just look at the last six years to where we are today the next six years are going to be on a hyper move even faster just look back at 2000 what 15 where we were with 2015 and where we are today give it five years see where we're at then wow <laughs> it's a lot to take here i'm not gonna lie to you man this is and, and, and i'm not trying to be a debbie downer at all but like People have to keep in mind, like all this is investments. Like they're gonna be some winners and losers. Like you can't, you can't go in thinking that you you you're putting your investment in something that you that would know will win. You don't know. So is but is it and correct me if I'm wrong? It's kind of like it's best to like invest in multiple. Most are gonna lose. Most of you are gonna lose. Most of you're gonna lose your asses. I've lost more than I ever want to admit. I fucking know how to lose. I'm a I lose a lot. Had a couple wins. But make no mistake, you're gonna lose. One way or the other, you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes. I don't know one person that's had pure hits or pure wins. Not one. And I've talked to a lot of people. So you're gonna lose. Do the best you can to to protect yourself. If you're gonna invest, I, I I'm not allowed to give in financial investment, but don't go crazy. Mm-hmm. Don't go crazy. Try to find someone you resonate with. Study, study, study. You're not going to miss out. Yo, everybody's like, oh, I'm missing out. I'm missing out. In the very beginning stages, man. We're in the very, very, very early stages. There's no adoption. There's not enough headsets out there. There's You have, You don't have a headset. You don't have a headset. You haven't even put it on yet. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you haven't even put it on yet, man. Cryptocurrencies. There's no penetration to the worldwide market for us to know where this is going to land. Why do I believe it's going to go up? Because the adaptation, because the penetration of the market, because nobody got this. Now, I may know some friends who got it, but the majority of my friends, family and relatives, they don't got nothing in this. Mm. So once these start to what's called onboard, once they start to adapt, check this out. All right. So cryptocurrency and the metaverse. There's going to be this real, this real adaptation phase. When? I don't know. But El Salvador, they jumped in. If another country or two countries jump into supporting Bitcoin, is that going to hurt or help Bitcoin? Damn it, it's going to help Bitcoin. But if three or four or five countries, if big institutions, if a bank starts to introduce solutions to work with bitcoin it's not going to hurt bitcoin it's going to help bitcoin rise and with the bitcoin rise 
other currencies are going to rise also. Other technology, you know, smart contracts, we never talked about how powerful Ethereum is, Cardano, Solana, Avalanche, Bitcoin, and Ethereum, they sound like they're the same thing, but hell nah, they're not the same thing, not even close, but they look like they're the same thing. Ethereum is a program, which we call a smart contract, but you're giving a program to a program writer to develop you an app that does something that's controlled on the blockchain that you can follow and it has actual value attached as ethereum that we have a baseline which roughly around four thousand dollars per ethereum bitcoin at this time is more of a stored asset Mm -hmm. so all these smart contracts once the code programmers start to really figure this out we're not going to have a notary, a notary. You know, there are notaries around my na- around my city where people have a, a a store, like a little storefront. I'm a notary. I, I just stamp and I do this. They're all doomed. Uh, lawyers have to learn. They're not lawyers are not doomed. They must learn this new opportunity to be involved, to be able to take advantage of the questions we're going to have. I'm in a small business or big business, but I want it on the blockchain. I want my fan base, my supporters, my customers to know your receipt. It's on the blockchain. I can't fake that. Instead of like, yo, I bought this three years ago and this and that. And like, oh, you have to depend on their computer systems. You have to, no, that. I see my shit. I bought this, this date. Here's my hash. Here's my wallet. Here's this. This is mine. This is mine. This is what I paid. This is the warranty you offered. Pay up. It's crystal clear. It is. Dang, man. That's man, Louise and Luzette. I go man. off the tangents, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good. We need to hear it, man. I love it. Uh, this is why I had to have you on the show, man. Like, we need to hear this stuff. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this. And Lizette, you can take this if you want. Um, why is this so important? for our community to get behind this, like especially with the black and brown community. Why is it important? Uh, I guess to you, Lizette, why is it important for us uh, to get, to not only understand this, but to get behind it as well? To me, this this is a very great opportunity to level the playing field because we've been behind for so long. We don't have this generational wealth being passed on to us. We don't have well, not all of us. I, I know that some of us do, but uh, a lot of us don't have the parents with the right financial advice or with the right support system. Um, this is actually something that I'm very passionate about. I, I, I'm working on starting a nonprofit to help uh, kids with the right resources. Um, and this is something that if you never had that as a child, this is the time where you could make some money, where you could make a difference and where you could create wealth for your family. and it's utilizing your talents, your skills, your know-how, your grit, your ambition, and you could just, it depends on on what you want to do with it, right? You have the opportunity. We're basically in a new uh, time of uh, gold mines, you know, whether like you hear about it and you can just dream about it or you could actually go to the mine and and look for your gold, right? Uh, so this is a very early on opportunity for us to to get our piece of the pie. So I, I'm I'm very excited about it. It's one of the things that have 
has driven me to to learn more about it. Plus, I'm I'm very passionate about art. Like that's uh, one of the the things I've always had. Like I, I love uh, Picasso, Dali, uh, Frida Kahlo, like uh, all of the artists. So um, it's just a a different um, format, and I'm excited about learning. I'm excited about finding different collections. Uh, so I I look forward to having more opportunity and and I'm like Luis I think like you should be cautious you should research I have purchased but I I don't have a whole lot of them I'm still looking for the right projects to to uh, purchase from because they have to be stuff that either I'm um, passionate about the project and what they're doing uh, like for example recently I purchased one where part of the money is going to go to cancer research and I said okay I, I can get behind this project whether it makes money or not, I feel good about it. So this is uh, the sort of thing you just have to do. And um, for us as a community, even if you don't understand it quite yet, you could start putting yourself in a position to uh, to capitalize on it. How? You can, uh, like you said, tax season is coming. You can get use that to either pay off debt if you have any, or uh, start learning about crypto. You might not want to buy a whole lot of it, but learn what a, a, a wallet is, What learn how you purchase crypto, um, learn how you can connect your, your, uh, your bank account to the, to the Coinbase, for example, is what I use. Um, so you can connect it, learn. Uh, they, they have a lot of videos that teach you about different cryptos and they give you rewards. Like for example, just by linking your account, they give you $10 worth of uh, Bitcoin. Um, so you just watch the videos, learn a little bit, watch YouTube. There's a lot of people on YouTube talking about it. Um, you, you can start picking out the BS from the actual stuff. And you can ask friends that uh, have been in the Bitcoin or uh, in the crypto scene for a while, uh, who they listen to or what makes sense. And, and you, you, you'll find people that you can, um, you know, learn from and just start positioning yourself uh, in a in a place for for once you get it once you're like hey this is this is the project I want to invest in you're ready you have your wallet you have your crypto and you're ready to invest. This is the most important piece of it all for me, right? Latino, Mexican background, right? But I'm very proud to be an American, right? But my brothers and my African community, uh, let's make no mistake. Mm -hmm. The African-American community and the Latino community, we're funny, man. We're the funniest motherfuckers out there. We're quite possibly the most talented. Uh, it's fascinating to listen to rappers, hip hop heads in a group. How fun. The, the, the jive, the talk, it's a talent, man. It's a talent to be able to communicate the way we do. It's, it's, it's an artistic form that we have, that you guys have, that we have musically, artistically, we kill it, but we don't have the leaders or the education to benefit from it. Very few, some of them figure out, there's this, there's this one room on Clubhouse that I respect the fuck out of. I think it's called Black Billionaires, uh, community group or something like that like black black billionaire group something like that i apologize for messing it up but in there these african-american men they're 100 percent dedicated to teaching their people i don't have that i don't have that for my latinos i've tried 
Instead, we're funny, we're attractive. My Latinas are unbelievably beautiful, but we're goofy. We're, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And I spend a lot of my time in dedicated and other rooms that are, that are planning, they're business-minded, uh, they're going with the evolution of the technology, they're learning, they're putting the time and the hours and the effort into it to really, to really build and capitalize their opportunities for a better financial income. So you have clubhouse rooms, right? Or Twitter spaces, right? You got, you got, I, these are my people that I love that I grew up with. Funniest, beautiful, talented. Don't ask them to sing because they will kill it. Rappers kill it. But nobody in there is talking about the metaverse. They just kind of goof off about it. But because they don't get it, they knock it. Because they're not invested, they talk shit. Because they're not, because, because they're like, you know what, Bitcoin, that's a scam. No, it's dismissive to not pay attention to your opportunities to do to do a little bit better with it. You know, we're fucked up because we get we get these uh these checks from the government, right? New rims, you know, I got a new stereo. Other people are like, yo, I'm gonna invest this in me. Now, I can't hate on that. You want new rims or you want to blow your check on that? That's cool. That's you doing you. But you can't talk shit when two years later, this person that was trying, 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 and guessing and messing around, and then they got a bored ape, and their boy or ape is worth $300,000. And they got three of them. So they got $900,000 in an NFT because they were at the location of the time to say, I'm going to put this. I'm going to put my thousand into these stupid ass NFTs that my homie, who is very well educated in this space, says, I'm going to do it. I got a lot of friends with a lot of bored apes. They're they're worth millions. They may not have converted and been millionaires. Some of them have sold them to pay for their weddings and stuff like that. My friends are sitting on millions of dollars of NFT assets because they wanted something different for their life. I love being in the rooms with our community, but very rarely are the conversations of what's changing in the world and how do we take advantage. If we if we if we took it serious, we would flip the whole game on itself. I don't have to say anything else than what hip hop did to the music world, right? It was all about rock and roll. Then hip hop came through. They were talking shit. Look where hip hop is now. It may have evolved a little bit, but it 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 really has become a staple, a cultural uh, difference. You know, you know. Look at other worlds and other countries and other cultures. They're adapt. They, they want to be like Americans. What do they really want to be like? They want to be like hip hop heads. They want to look and act and talk and sing. You know, the most look, look, look at the most the most uh, uh, um, popular music group today. They're Korean. Who do they remind us of? The musicians that we were a part of. And these musicians, uh, 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 whether you want to say it was in uh, sync or it was. Uh, any of these later groups? Hell no. Nah. We gotta talk about Temptations. We gotta talk about Motown. Let's keep it real. Let's talk about what really revolutionized these musicians came from Motown. Make no mistake about it. The music industry got to see what these artists did. The Manhattans. All of these artists, these are black musicians, man. 
So the world evolves by the art we can do, but we don't have good leadership or pay attention to how we can take advantage of it. I work really hard with Lissette to, 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 to talk to anybody like you, try to share what's going on, do your thing. Yo, you can do this. Uh, uh, yo, Luis, I, I'm too late on Bitcoin. Hell no, you're not. What you, you got? You got $100? Yeah, but I'm too late. Nah, nah. Don't try to get the whole Bitcoin, bro. You don't need the whole Bitcoin. It's all right to go with a slither or a piece. Understand it. Dip your foot in it, right? You don't have to go crazy on the NFTs. Buy an NFT. Spend $50 buying an NFT and understand what it is. If later you decide, yo, it's not for me, I respect that. But don't look back five years from now and say, why didn't I do it then? Like, don't do that. Don't, don't look back and do that. Invest a little bit of time. Go down the rabbit hole. Go on Google. What is an NFT? Find somebody you resonate. Listen to them. Watch this. What's an NFT? Find me. Find Lizeth. We're out there. We're not hard to find. We're on Twitter. We, I've never been in the position where it's not competition and we all win. I want every single person to dive into it because the bigger the, the adoption of the community, the more we all win. There's no competition here. It's, it's a lot of love. I need people to, to ape in, to dive in, because then we all trying to get somewhere together better and we're not controlled. Remember that pie where mo the majority went to just the one percenters or the executives or the CEOs? That shit's in trouble. We're going to redistribute the wealth, redistribute the opportunities, reduce costs, reduce the... I don't need to sell a thousand albums to get seven cents per album. TLC got burned on their contracts, right? TLC got burned. We don't have to do these things anymore. Ice Cube left NWA because of the control mechanisms on these things, right? Dr. Dre caught on later, but 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 they did it. So so now we learned there's documentary to learn this. So maybe you don't need to do a million sales. Maybe you're cool with five thousand sales. Five thousand sales, but you keep the majority of it. Sorry, man, I go on rants, but no, you're good. No, you're good. You're good. We need, we, need, we need to hear that, man. And I'm glad that you all. First off, like I said, once again, uh, I I give y'all credit, man. Y'all came on this show and. Y'all really just killed it today. I, I've learned so much uh, from y'all that I didn't know. And I, this is kind of like, a, for me, uh, for y'all listening, this is like an, an additional uh, class because I heard him in the, in the clubhouse room and Luis just came in for a little bit, dropped the bomb and left. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> but, but no, Lizette, thank you so much for bringing him to the clubhouse room for us to listen to him. And also thank y'all for coming on the show. Uh, before you go, Lizette, and uh, uh, like you said, you can be reached on Twitter. Uh, how can people find y'all on Twitter? Uh, Lizette, how can they reach you? So uh, I have a, a, a club uh, on Clubhouse called Green Goddess. And my Twitter, uh, I believe, was Green Goddess underscore GH. Or, or Green underscore GH Goddess. I believe that's what it is. It's uh, in my bio on Clubhouse. Um, and I do have... Uh, a green, uh, green home, uh, green home and garden goddess uh, at uh, Instagram. 
So it's green underscore home underscore and garden, sorry, and underscore garden goddess on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, and uh, Luis, I don't know if you want to mention the NFT booming. Uh, that might be a good resource for people. So, so I, I'm a part of a bunch of projects and, um, and I'll start off with this, right? So to your audience, um, if you want to, if you want to learn more, I'm, a, I'm available. You can reach me on discord. If you don't know what discord is, look it up, Google it, get it. It's community communication. That's pretty, pretty amazing. It's complicated. It's, it's weird. It'll piss you off, but the value is powerful. So discord, find my project. My current project is called moon rocks like the moon in outer space moon rocks official dot i o m o o n r o c k s o f f i c i a l dot i o if i spell that correct moon rocks official dot i o these are little martians they're mad martians there's a story behind it i'm a filmmaker and, and storyteller so the martians have a story behind it you can buy this online right now and we're gonna give away ten thousand nfts and you know what as a matter of fact check this out when you launch this tell your community uh i hope to still have enough to give away anybody watching this reach us on discord reach out big lou i listened through to calvin what's up how do i get an nft and if we still have some of that ten thousand, i will give them an nft for free wow yeah I'll there you have it there you have it an official giveaway yeah. hey say you heard the show Tell Louis, find Luis, and he'll give you an NFT. Wow. You NFT. How you, you find me, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on social media, Instagram. It's always Big Lou 805 but I spelled it B-I-G-L-U, no O, B-I-G-L-U-805. Twitter, Instagram, uh, I'm on social media. Get me on Clubhouse. Get me on any of those. I will spend the time to get you educated as best as I can or get you in contact with somebody to get up to speed. Let's just do this and let's go. Wow. That's, wow, wow, wow. This is epic. Why not only do y'all get free knowledge today, you get in a top 10 to get free NFTs and you learn more and you can help somebody. So that's the most important thing about is to help other people in our community. Make sure you get uh, knowledgeable of what all this means because I learned a lot today that I didn't know. I hope you did too. That's the end of our show. I want to thank Louise. My bad. My bad on one Go thing. for it. My bad. My bad. Seth mentioned one thing that I didn't clearly do. If you have a project, if you're a musician, if you do want to do NFTs, I have a company and an agency and a marketing firm. It, it's I would love for somebody to reach out. It's blockarttoken.com. Blockarttoken. B-L-O-C-K-A-R-T-T-O-K-N.com. That's my NFT project of where we can help you. And then if you want to get up to speed, I'm still doing the interviews. I'm still doing documentary work. It'll be nftboomin.com. N-F-T-B-O-O-M-I-N.com. Lizeth kind of runs that for me. Still early. We're still building it. You know, we're a small team. We're a small group. We're trying to do something big here. But reach out to us. Calvin, if you ever want to come to our rooms, you want to bring your people, we can do a question and answers. I got you, man. I really appreciate your platform. Thank you so much. And of course, we'll have all his information on the ticker below for those who are watching the show. And if you're in the audio, we'll have all the information on the description page of this episode. Uh, but wow, man, y'all definitely came on this show, dropped some gems, dropped some bombs, I like to call it, because man, my, my mind is just... <sighs> 
right now and like that's crazy thank you for having us all right so that's the end of our show i want to thank y'all so much for coming on once again uh like i said hey you want to free enough tea make sure you go find louise on social media uh, make sure it's the end of our show. Uh, we have new merchandise out right now. You want to support us on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash sport straight up show podcast 318. That's S-T-R-8 U-P show podcast 318 at patreon.com. Also go to our website, straight up show podcast.com. That's S-T-R-8 U-P show podcast.com. Until then, there's only one rule to our show. You gotta be straight up. Up. <laughs>